Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started with uh, the, the good news um, breaking, and you just retweeted it from Mike Garofolo. Yeah. He tweets that there's a snag in the Giants edition of Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Sources say the team's medical staff is concerned with Rudolph's foot after his physical and believes he'll need surgery. The sides are discussing how to proceed. The two-year deal was agreed to, but not yet signed. Yeah, so. yeah. That's uh, just reported for the last five, ten minutes. So not good, you know. Um, doesn't look like that's going to happen now, obviously. Uh, if you need surgery on the foot, I guess the Giants will move on and uh, get him to spend that money on somebody else. <laughs> the way he's going, right? It'll be somebody else real soon. I mean, apparently money's no object now, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure he'll spend it on somebody, an offensive lineman, or, you know, somebody like that, or another tight end, who the hell knows, but now nah, you have to look who's available to all that. But I'm just, you know, I'm half, you know, kidding around here. But, um, yeah, that's a bad development, obviously. Everybody was excited about Rudolph. Well, yeah. most people were, right? Yeah, um, I, yeah 90, 99% of Giant fans were, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like now it might not happen. So we'll see how they proceed with that. Um, it's not, he's not signed, he didn't sign his contract yet, so yeah. uh, they'll have to work out how they, what they're going to do there. But uh, right now, it looks like um, they're not going to have Kyle Rudolph. Mm. If he's not available, um, I'll just ask now, do you think a, a tight end is in play, maybe not the first round, but in the draft? Oh, I, I think so. Uh, yeah. Look, Jerry, uh, um, last night I was asked on, on, on another thing about, hey, you think Pitts is still in play? And obviously, this is before the Rudolph news, you know. Yeah. And I said, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. you know Ingram's on the last year of his uh, of his contract. Yep. I can't envision him getting a second contract unless he has an unbelievable year this year. Right. Um, and after what he's done, the first four, you know, can anybody really envision him putting it together his fifth year? I don't know, maybe, but I can't. Yeah. And, and you know, and I was asked, you know, you think Pitts is still in play? I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think he still could be in play, no question. Yeah. I, now, I agree. Now, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Now, Jerry, you know, with this latest development, right? Mm-hmm. He's definitely uh, definitely an option. There's no question about it. Yeah, and I would even say, like, the kid from uh, the Penn State, like, maybe the second round now, right? It, it, Pitts, is, Pitts is one of those guys who, if he's there at 11, he would, like you said, he would have been an option regardless whether or not, uh, yeah. you know, Rudolph was fine. But now um, I, I just think tight end maybe gets a little more importance uh, in the draft, like maybe second, third round, if they see somebody they like, but um, it is what it is. Uh, you know, this is a little bit of a snag, puts a little bit of a damper on a on a what I I think most people are considering an absolutely tremendous, surprising uh, free agency period. And, and we look, we dropped the last podcast before the Galladay signing. That obviously happened Saturday, which um, you called. Good for you. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, nice job. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, look, uh, all day Saturday, we were kind of like cloud nine. The Giants world was on cloud nine and having visions of Plaxico Burris at the Meadowlands once again, bud. Yep. And that's what he gives you. Um, that's what he gives you. He's yeah. a big kid. Go up yeah. and get it. Um, really haven't had anybody like this since Plax. Yeah. And you know what, Jerry? You know, Eli, what a difference he made with Eli, right? Yep. Yep. And that's what they're looking to do here with Galladay. For Daniel Jones. Yeah. You know, um, Eli was a couple of years in. They went out, they got plaques. He kind of, you know, 
Look, Eli turned the corner in a lot of ways, right, with plaques? Yes. Super Bowl in 07. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of them hooked up for one of the best playoff games I've ever seen in the conditions they played in in Green Bay. Yes. Um, obviously, we know what happened. I guess the Patriots game-winning touchdown, okay? Yeah. On their way to probably a, most likely a repeat championship. At least they would have been right there in 08 with plaques. Well, until... they, they, they beat both teams that were in the Super Bowl that year. Right. Yep. And they destroyed the Ravens. I remember in that season, and then a few weeks later, and all that. But no, we all know what happened with plaques and the firearm incident. Okay. Yeah. Now they look at Kenny Galladay, and they say, "Okay, Daniel Jones has to start turning his corner. We'll get, we're going to give him weapons." They look at Galladay and say, "Hey, this is Eli's plaques, mm-hmm. and this is exactly what this kid needs, um, and they're going to take it from there." So we all know what Galladay could do. He could stretch it. You know, um, he catches the ball in traffic. Yeah. He has no problem getting drilled, yeah. holding on to the ball. He's the fearless. Cl- the, the clips of him, man, he gets he takes a beating. Yep, he's fearless. Yep. Um, and he's very good in the red zone. Jerry, uh, 11 touchdowns a couple of years ago. Yep. Well on his way to having an excellent year last year and yeah. until he got hurt. You know? Yeah, you pointed out in your column this week, which prints Sunday night, folks, uh, that the, the Lions were 3-1 and one in the games he played. Right, two 100-yard receiving games. Yeah. I actually watched a lot of those games, uh, a lot of film of those games in the last week. Yep. Um, and it was typical Kenny Galladay, you know, making catches in traffic, doing yeah. deep posts, you know, guys draped all over him. Yeah. You know, um, I'll say this again, he's not a big separation guy, but... He's a guy who catches the ball in traffic, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't need much separation, okay? Right, right. And uh, he'll go up, and like we said, he'll go up and, and get it. He's, I think, tailor-made for those back shoulder sideline fade routes with Daniel, which Daniel loves to throw, okay? Yeah. We saw that with Slayton the first few years. You're going to see it with Galladay. Um, and I think he's going to be Taylor made for Daniel or what Daniel needs. And this is going to elevate what, Jerry? Well, it's going to elevate, you know, Shep. We know that, That was right? my next question. Like, how much does this, obvious, how much does this help Slayton and Shepard, dude? And it's going to help Slayton, dude, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and you know what's going to really help, too? Mr. Barkley, you know? Yeah, yeah. You can't just, you know, stack, float seven guys. Stack ten in the box. You can't stack that box up. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that, you know? Yeah. Um. And so it helps everybody. A guy like this, a difference maker on the outside helps everybody. Hey, Jerry, we saw this with Plax back in, you know, 07. And then we saw, Jerry, when Plax had the incident with the firearm in 08. And what happened to that offense, Jerry? Oh, awful. No, it's so pretty. They, I, I always tell the story. Uh, Jim Johnson said it best. The old Eagles defensive coordinator. Yeah. Once Plax was out, it all changed. He did not have to worry about rolling coverage over yeah. to him. That was Jerry, it. I, I remember sitting in the stadium in 08 when they lost to the Eagles in a playoff game. Yeah. And I remember sitting there saying, we have no chance. Yeah. No chance. I, I, I remember looking at the Eagles secondary. Yeah. And they could care less about that, the receiving group. Yeah. I, I, they were worried about the running game. I remember, you know, uh, and they were bringing Dawkins up, and, and and they were not concerned at all about that yeah. receiving group, Jerry. Yeah, and yeah that remember, was... What was that score, Jerry? You're better at this. It was like 15-6 or something. What the hell the score was? At one point, I think it was 20-8 to eight or something like right, that. Right, it, it was like a, a weird, weird score. score. Yeah. 21-11, something weird, right? Something like that, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the point being is that 
it took uh, the offense was totally completely different when Plax went down. Um, yeah, it was it was Dominic Hickson, Steve Smith, and a and a I mean, an absolutely done Amani Toomer. I had nothing left. Right. So uh, you know, and, and the Eagles were smart enough to play like that on defense. Like they weren't too concerned about Steve Smith and uh, who was pretty good. Don't get me wrong, you know, but he yeah. wasn't Plax, you know. Yep. Um, and uh, so that's what the Giants are bringing here, Jerry. We've got Kenny Galladay. Um, he 20, wanted to be 20, here. You're right, 23-11. 23-11. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of remember score. an 11 in there somewhere for some so reason. I, I, okay. So I guess at one point it was 20-8. to eight. <laughs> That's the one that stuck right. in my head. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure it was, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Obviously it was, right. <laughs> because I don't I don't remember being like 16. I don't remember really being close, so I'm sure yeah, you were right. It, was, so, it wasn't close. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's where we get. Galladay won the Giants. Giants won in him. Yeah. Um, they brought him in. We all, you know. Uh, Pep went out with him. Yeah. Uh, that Friday night. Going to be a, is he a recruiter now, Pep? In his, uh, yeah, him and Logan Ryan, right? Yeah, Recruiters. right. My God. Um, and we'll get into Logan Ryan's recruiting role in a few minutes. But <laughs> um, so it worked out. He got paid like a, a true number one. Uh, yeah. Jerry, I got to be honest with you. I didn't think he was going to get that much in this year's market, but he did. Yeah. The Giants wanted their man and yep. they got him. Yep. Judge, you know, the whole staff. And you know what? Galladay's walking around the building, and his people, secretaries coming up to him, you know? Yeah. People upstairs, not just Mara, Tish, and Joe, Judge, and yeah. It was other people, too. Hey, Kenny, we want you here. We hope you're here. We hope you choose us. Choose us. And the whole deal, you know, he felt like it was family, like a Dory said today. We'll get into the Dory in a few minutes. And he want, and he winds up signing here, Jerry. Obviously, makes very good money. Yeah. And he's going to be here for the next four years and awesome. hopefully stays healthy. And I think he's going to elevate Daniel Jones's game. It, it felt so good Saturday. Like, uh, you know, you could feel it with the fan base on Twitter. Like, Giant fans are excited again. And we haven't played a game yet. You know, nobody wins anything in March. But, man, you, you got to feel good. And we talked about it. If you sign a receiver like that, it just opens up so much at 11, at that 11 spot. And you can you can take the best player available outside of quarterback and running back, uh, but it just it just helps the entire organization feel good. It helps Daniel Jones. It helps the offense. It helps the draft. Like signing a guy like that, just it, it's so great. It's awesome. Right. Just just quickly, Jerry Mike Garofalo is is reporting that the Rudolph deal is not done yet. Okay. They're talking about a medical plan with him, so we'll see what happens with Rudolph. All right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not dead. You know. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a surgery that could be, you know, something that he could come back by camp or whatever. We have to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, that deal is not dead at this point. Okay? Yep. But, yeah, no. Jerry, the enthusiasm with the fan base. You like to see it, right, dude? You like to see it. Oh, it's awesome. It feels great. Um, it, it feels good. You know, uh, there's so much enthusiasm around this team. You know what, Jerry? There would have been enthusiasm with this team in year two of Joe Judge already. Right. But then you you know you throw in a Kenny Galladay, you re-sign mm-hmm. a Leo, uh, and you bring in we'll get into a Dory Jackson a few minutes. You, know, you bring in a Dory Jackson, right? Yeah, who who never made it to Philly? I mean, right? Oh, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, look, Jerry, I put that on Twitter, and I told you, I think I told you personally. Anyway, yeah, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Somebody told me, Chris, they have no intention of letting him go down to Philly. You know? Yeah, and and you know what? Your tweet's perfect, dude, because you say, look, until it's done, it's not done. But right now, this looks really good. And, yeah. you know, kudos to you. You nailed a few of these, Chris. Like, oh, <laughs> good job. I'm serious. It's, it's awesome. And um, like I said, I, I get a lot of ball breaking from my buddies. 
Uh, not sure what you do over there at the Insider. Chris seems to be doing everything. Um, <laughs> uh, really freaky chops. You know, <laughs> like, hey, hey, can you just give me Chris's number so I don't have to go through you anymore? You know, stuff like that. So, hey, that's what it is. Good stuff. But, yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, look, Jerry, that was the intention. They didn't want him going down to Philly. Not that they fear Philly, so I just had... You know, you don't want the guy leaving and talking to another uh, team. Oh, I just, I just love that it was Philly. That it yeah. was that he just yeah. didn't get there. So, yeah. um, and they, you know, they, they like Dallas need help in the secondary. So this is beautiful. Yep. Yeah, look, they wanted somebody to go opposite Darius Slay. Like we wanted somebody to go opposite of James, right? Yep. Yep. And, and, and so they brought him in. Look, Logan Ryan. You know, he flies it. Uh, I guess let's get into a dory, right, Jerry? We, we, we yeah, go ahead. Let's day. do it. Yeah, sure. So the Giants go out and. You know, somebody tells me, hey, Chris, um, you know, this Adori thing's looking good. Looks like we're going to get the deal done here, you know. So I started letting the followers know, you know, hey, it looks good. Yeah. Um, so he comes in, Jerry, and um, and the Giants are doing, you know, the full court press. They wanted him bad, bud, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then Logan Ryan, I, let me get into my concern about Adori Jackson before anything, okay? Yeah, so go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Why I was concerned about him a bit was that the Titans – picked up his fifth-year option, and then decided he was not part of their plans. Right. So you say to yourself, I, yeah. I kind of heard rumblings that he got into Vrabel's doghouse a bit. Mm-hmm. That's not confirmed. I just a few people told me that, but they weren't 100% of that, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so you say, why is their first-round pick who played like lights out the first few years of his career? Right. They pick up a fifth-year option, and now they turn around and say, eh, you know what? We're going to release our first-round pick. You know, um, We're not yeah. going to pick it up. It's not like he's been a tomato for, for four years, right? <laughs> right. So you start thinking about things, and you say, okay, what's going on here? right? So I started thinking, is it character issues? Is it this? Did his play drop that much? If Ray was like, yeah, forget about you know, we'll, we'll move on from this guy. You know, uh, I'm always concerned about, well, is this hard in anymore? Maybe he's losing desire to play football. I don't know, Jerry, right? Sure, yeah. Right. All I know is that they didn't pick up his 50-year They released him after picking up his 50-year option. They had no problem letting him walk. And to me, that was a little alarming. Right. Right up to the point where Logan Ryan flew in <laughs> from Florida. Unbelievable. And took a Dory out. Now, obviously, Logan, like, Logan's like a big brother to Dory Jackson. Okay. Yes. Yeah. From his Tennessee days, right? Sure. Yep. T- they take him out to dinner. He take uh, Logan takes him out, and obviously they talk about the team, the organization, judge, and everything, right? Yeah. And I said to myself, "All right, now, I got to know Logan Ryan only via Zoom this year, okay? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I wasn't in a locker room talking to him on the side, but the reports on Logan and and dealing with him once a week and after games is that the dude's a stand-up guy." Yeah. He doesn't bullshit you. He tells you like it is. Right. And he's done that with us a few times during, you know, last season, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he likes to say like it is. Hey, we didn't do this, or we didn't do that, and we got to get better at this, and we, we're bullshitting. If we think we're going to win this game doing this, you know, the whole deal, right? Yeah, real locker room leader, yeah. A locker room guy, a high-character guy, a yep. stand-up guy, I like to say from the old New York yeah. days. A stand-up <laughs> guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, this guy, Logan Ryan, is not going to fly in from the beach, right? Yeah. And go to bat for this guy, Adoree Jackson, to an organization that he loves. And Logan admits he loves the Giants. He wants the, he wants the Giants organization to be like New England's, dude. Mm. Okay? What's about? Love it. Love it. No. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 having hard, I'm having heart issues. <laughs> so right. he comes in and he's going to vouch for this guy. Yeah. 
And he's going to tell the giant organization. And then he's going to tell Dory about the giants. You know, Judge and Gettleman and everybody, right? Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, if Logan Ryan is vouching for this guy. Yeah. And he's flying in and going to bat. And he's, then there's no character issue. I'm good. Right. I'm good with him. You know yeah. what I mean, Jerry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Logan yeah. Ryan is not the type of guy that flies. It speaks volumes, yes. Right. He's not the type of guy to fly in from Florida for some yeah. tomato. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Just because, you know, they hung out a few times. You know what I mean? Or they yes. were teammates, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, ah, you know what? My worries are over. Uh, those, those, those few issues I might have had, Jerry, about, I should say a few questions I might have had about Adoy Jackson. I don't have him anymore. And in fairness, real quick, to go back to Galladay, there were some issues there. And one of the ones you brought up was, well, he didn't get along with Pat, Matt Patricia. But then again, who the hell did? No one got along with him. But the, the Giants vetted that process out too, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they did a lot of research on him. And even put in your article, I don't, spoiler alert, once they were fine with that, then the negotiation began. So right. go ahead. Sorry. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Adore's a guy. Hey, look, this kid was lights out the first few years in the league, brother. Yeah. I remember seeing him in, in 17, like, oh, man, Titans got themselves some corner here. 19, he played pretty good. Not as well as 18 and 17, but still played pretty well. Last year, he had the knee injury. Last year was a washout, you know? Right. But now, Jerry, I want you, this is a guy that if he goes back, which we expect, right? He's a young kid. He's only four yeah. years in the league. If he plays like he did, coming out of college, the first few years in Tennessee, and even 19, part, you know, this guy is just as good, if not better, than James Bradbury. So the point I'm making, you know, when he got signed, everybody was like, hey, we got the CB2, we got the CB2. And you notice what I put on Twitter, Jerry? CB1A. I put on CB1A. Yep, saw it, yep. Like, like, don't, guys, this guy is a player. He's just as good as Bradbury. You know yeah. what I mean? yeah. Doesn't mean that's going to be what's going to be next year. I'm just saying, based on his body of work in the NFL, this guy is one A, Jerry. Yeah, you know. Yep. And um, that's that's how good he could be, and how good he has been in the past, and how good he could be for the Giants next year. So, look, you need corners in this league, Jerry. Julian Love, he's a depth guy. He's going to well, compete. When, I was going to say field. that. I was going to say that, Chris. When you look at this secondary. Forget about maybe it could have the possibility of being one of the deepest in Giants history. But what it definitely is, it's absolutely the most versatile, right? Mm-hmm. You have Peppers, you have McKinney, Darnay Holmes, um, Julian Love, Logan Ryan. Mm-hmm. These guys are all interchangeable as far as like Logan Ryan can play the slot. McKinney yeah. plays the slot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. then Julian Love can play the outside. He can also play safety. Peppers once in a while get lined up on, on a, in the slot. Like, he, he can play up to the line. Like, these guys can move all over the place. It's so exciting, man. It really is. It's awesome. Versatility, bud. Oh, God. It's going to be great. That's what Belichick loves, loves up in New England. And Joe Judge learned from Belichick. Patrick Graham learned from Belichick. And right? it's funny. Notice the only one I didn't say was Bradbury. It's like, no, no, no. Just stay where you are. Just do, keep doing what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Don't <laughs> Brad- you worry about yeah. anything else. <laughs> yeah. Bradbury's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he might fool you, you know, act like he's playing that cover two and drop it to a three. It's, but that's the versatility. That's the only versatility Bradbury. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, these guys have learned from the best up in New England. So, you know, you see, well, hey, look, who's built his secondary the last three, four, five years? Um, Belichick. Yeah, he's got a great, he's got an excellent secondary the last three years. His secondary has been excellent. That hasn't been the issue up in New England. Yeah, 
look who's building that secondary over here, right? Yeah, it's Dave goes out, gets so great. Brad, Dave goes out, gets Bradbury last year. He goes out, gets a Dory Jackson this year. Logan Ryan's the Peps already. You know, uh, uh, Xavier McKinney. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, so you're looking at a deep secondary. You're looking at a pretty good secondary, not just a bunch of tomatoes that are deep. We're talking about guys who can play. Oh, very good. A very good, talented secondary right. that's deep. And yeah. Donnie Holmes, right? Right, right. So you got a bunch of guys that are going to be very versatile. Darnay Holmes, who you called the best rookie last year on the team. Right. Right. Oh, unless you could name somebody better. I mean, right? No, I'm, I'm saying. Like, no, that's, no, no, I'm not yeah. challenging you. Unless somebody could name somebody better. I mean, I'm going right. with Holmes. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know? He's, and he's only going to, God willing, he's only going to get better. Right. So, um, hey, that's the way it's done in this league, too, especially as a passing league. And Adore Jackson, you know, you hope he's that other guy opposite of Bradbury. And then we got other guys, you know, we got, like you said, Pep could play all over hybrid. He's back. He's deep half. McKinney plays in a slot. He's deep half. Holmes, slot. Julian Love is going to do, you know, whatever the heck they're going to do with him, too. It's going to be a very interesting secondary. And obviously, Jerry, it's going to be, you know, we're months away from training camp, dude. Yeah. But right now, it's going to be the focal point of myself. Like, I can't wait to see the secondary, you know? Oh, yeah. It's the first thing camp. you'd look at. You're sure. Yep. It's got to be a blast to watch them. Yep. Uh, somebody somebody uh, tweeted at us earlier. My question is, is Sam Beal a real person or something like that? I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, yeah, and I, look, okay, that's the, let's see the ninth name. But I was just thinking, you went from, you know, the, the, the platoon system of Ryan Lewis and Isaac Yadam uh, to Adoree Jackson. Like, wow, that's, that's a considerable upgrade with Julian Love kind of backing him up. That's, I mean... I, I can't believe they came away with this in free agency, Chris. I, I just, I mean, what a magician Kevin Abrams must be because we thought, well, they're going to lose Tomlinson. Maybe if they move some guys, they could maybe bring in, maybe bring in that wide receiver. I don't know if they can do it, but I mean, all the signings they made and if Rudolph works out, um, wow. <laughs> I mean, A, A, A plus, I don't know. I don't want to grade it yet, but geez, he's added some, like you like to say, impact players. Yeah, like he did last year, right? Yeah, right. Two in a row. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll see. Look, the Blake Martinez's and the James Bradbury's, they worked out, right? Yep. Now we'll have to see if the Adoree Jacksons and the Kenny Galladay's work out, right? And they, and, and they also signed for one year today uh, from the Washington football team, Ryan Anderson. Right. Uh, just like Reggie Ragland has the Alabama background, those ties. Right. Um, can you tell us anything on him? One year deal. I guess well, he was, you know, well, look, second round pick hasn't worked out. Yeah, he hasn't really worked out. They went to a fourth V last year. He was out of position last year. You know, yeah. um, not, a guy that look, he really hasn't done much in Washington in four years. But it's a low risk flyer, Jerry. Yeah, a guy you bring in here, see if he gives you something. If not, you move on. It's not a big deal. You know, right? right. And getting back, you know, beginning. Look, this is something that I always said about the cap. Is that a couple of things? One, I don't try to understand it. Okay, let's get yeah. that. Let's get that cleared up. I don't try to understand the damn cap. I, I try. It's like a, it's like a book that you try to read for school and you want to and you get all into it and then right. halfway through you go, oh my god, I can't do this. Yeah, right. It's like you know you pick up Shakespeare and you say, oh, right, I could do this, and then you say about ten minutes in, what am I crazy? You oh know? my god, this book sucks. This book sucks. You know. So, well, the point, you know, beginning of this can't free agency, I was like. I don't want to hear about the strap. They don't have this money. These other teams do it. So the Giants got to, you know, they got, they got to find ways, right? Like these other teams do it, right? Right. I, I was saying, calling, how I was Dallas? Calling, 
What, Jerry? How'd you, you kept saying, how the hell does Dallas do this? Right. How does this team do this? And I, I mean, we're, they got wizards. The Saints were like nine, 90 million over the cap. Next, you know, to sign it. This guy, this guy, the restructuring this guy. You know, the whole deal, right? Tampa. Right. So I was like, come on, man. We got to get a wizard here. You know what, Jerry? Apparently Kevin Abrams. I huh? guess Kevin Abrams put the wizard hat on because they're still making moves, you know? Yeah. You know? Yep. yep. Who's that? Is that Gettleman? Uh, so, so <laughs> they did. Look, the point being is that I don't, you know, so many people were caught up in the beginning phrase about, oh, we only have a couple million under the cap. Oh, we, we can't do nothing. No, I mean, teams find ways, and the Giants have found a way, Jerry. Yep. And, and so, the. In the Kudos. words of Chris, in the words of Chris McCumber, the loyal listener of ours, uh, Kevin Abrams is the Gandalf of of the front office. It's a, he's a wizard. It's unbelievable. It's a, it's so much. It, it was so much fun to watch this all unfold, man. Yeah, yeah. And the Giants found a way. And, and kudos to Kevin Abrams, and obviously Dave Gettleman. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um. And, and, and I'm gonna say it again. I know there's Gettleman haters out there, and he could do no, you know, right. I guess in some people's eyes and all that, but. Give credit where credit is due, man. Dave went out. And you know what, Jerry? Mm. They're playing now. They are coaching and they are recruiting and signing guys to win now, dude. I know. I know. It feels that way, doesn't it? Now. Yeah. This is no rebuilding. This is none of this other crap. They want to win the division now, Uh, next year, the year after. And you know what I'm getting at, you know? And I was going to ask you that. How much of it goes into looking at that division... And saying, why not us? Like, sure. who the hell is afraid of this division? What, Nobody. the division winner last year, we beat them twice. Nobody. Uh, you know, right? come on, man. So, you know, you look at the division and you say, you know, why can't we go on a three or four year run? Right? Right. The window's starting to open and let's open it up and let's have that three, four year window and see what happens, right? Yeah. These moves are for now, Jerry. They... The Giants are going into the season with the sole intention of we're going to be NFC East champions. That's it. Now, a lot, excuse me, one second. A lot of things could factor into them being a 6 and 10 team again. I'm just saying this is their intention. You know? Yes. We are going to win this division. We are signing this guy and this guy, and we're going after this guy because we feel our window is opening. I'm sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No. I feel like I'm going to get called a buffoon for asking me this. But speaking of winning now and adding players, the way Logan Ryan lobbied for Dory Jackson, there's another Tennessee Titan who is a free agent who is not living up to his abilities, but when he's engaged, I think he's one of the best defenders in the league when he's engaged. Is there any way that we, are, that we could add another player in free agency, or do you think the Giants are done? Oh, I think they're not done yet. I think they could bring in another guy, you know, but it has to be pretty... On a, on a one-year prove-it deal to a certain defense. Yeah, event. Jerry, it's going to have to be a one-year, pretty right. low-cost or somewhat low-cost deal now, you know? Okay. I'm not even going to say his name. Yeah, Clowny, I know you're talking about. <laughs> no, I know. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> Clown E. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Right. No, but look, you know, he's going to have to go on another one-year deal, I guess, you Davion, you know. Um, yeah, he should. I need but, right. You know, hey, Jerry, let's see what happens with Rudolph, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and how do you work out his contract? But um, guys like Clowney, and he's even Melvin Ingram still out there still. Yeah, you know? yep. They're going to be on one-year deals. and uh, But do I think the Giants are to- done yet? No, Jerry, I thought they were kind of wrapping it up 
yesterday, and then they went out and signed Ryan Anderson today. Right. I know it's a low-risk deal and a whole deal, but I'm just saying, I kind of thought they were done, you know, and then they went out and signed Ryan Anderson today. Now, could you see Gunman maybe bringing in a veteran offensive lineman on a one-year deal? Yeah, I could see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I got the. I don't have the list in front. Who the who the heck is even available? Turn, everybody keeps asking about Turner. Uh, why does everybody keep bringing up Trey Turner for? I don't know. They just keep bringing him up. That's, I don't that's, know where that's, that's, I haven't heard that yet. But I, I don't know. People have been. I think somebody's starting stuff on Twitter and people are running with it. I have not heard that yet. Okay. About Trey Turner. I mean, somebody might pop it in my year later, but I haven't heard anything about Trey Turner. You know. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess because he's, I guess he's a free agent. Everybody wants him. Well, That's he was all. a Gettleman guy and the whole deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I haven't heard any about. Who knows though? You know, who knows? You know. So, um, that's so. I don't think you know Gettleman might bring in another guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. in the next week or so, we start focusing on the draft. Yeah. Um, but that'll be their next step. You know what they're going to do at eleven or trade back or whatever they could do. A lot of flexibility now, Jerry, with these free agent moves. Free, it's free, awesome, Jerry. Free agency always dictates your draft, right? Always. So. And wow, I cannot wait to talk about it next week. Figure we'll do all, we'll give people our mocks. Um, but it, you know, I, I was already looking at the first round, and it's hard to not imagine there won't be like five trades, right, for teams that won quarterbacks. This has to be the hardest year to do a a mock one through thirty-two. And when I say we'll do mocks, it's just for the Giants for us probably. But um, unless people want to hear what the hell we have opinion on the other teams, but uh, it's it's very difficult. Like. I, like this year, you look at number one. All right, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, oh, I, are they going to trade out? I don't know. Now you're hearing now that the Jets won't trade out, that they're going to stay put because uh, when they brought in was Corey Davis, the 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 plan was it's uh, Darnold's going to be your quarterback. Uh, so who the hell knows what they're going to do? And you know, will the will the Bengals trade out? Will the Falcons trade up? It's just it's fascinating. Will the Dolphins yeah. trade out? Yeah, I, they get they're gonna be like six trades. Who the hell knows? It's crazy this year, yeah. and there's gonna be five quarterbacks going within the top fifteen probably. So, yeah, and yeah. then watch New England. They're at fifteen. They can move up. I would love to switch with them. I'm telling you that right now, Chris. Right. I would love to trade places and go back down to fifteen because there's about four or five guys that I don't care which one we take. Right. That would be awesome. Uh, and if we can get another pick out of it, beautiful. yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, Joe, we only have six picks, right? So you'd like to get another one, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, Gettleman doesn't like to trade back, but this could be the first year he does it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and what a better partner to do it than with uh, than Belichick. I mean... Yeah, yeah, well, you figure Belichick could be hunted for that quarterback, you know? Right, and we've said there's going to be, like, there's guys, like, you know, we've gone over to a million times, I feel like, already, but there's going to be, you know, there's going to be the Parsons, maybe Slater, uh, Russo, Quiddy Pay. There's going to be a lot of guys that we could use that maybe, there's going to be probably one of the wide receivers... Yeah, you know, depending on what the yeah. Giants really want and who they grade, how they grade them, I don't know who they have graded highest. And, and, and you, you could use any of them. Even if they took another wide receiver, like we said, we're not going to care. They think Waddle. I'm not going to be pissed at that pick. I'm going to say, okay, great. Well, now we got to address offensive line or, or edge rusher or whatever in round two. But there's just so many guys, man. There's so many guys we could get at even 15 that I'd be absolutely fine with. Well, I'm going to tell you something that I heard this morning. I'm going to get you a little excited. Oh my god! <laughs> Hang on, let me get, take my heart medication. Go ahead. <laughs> the Giants are really like Kyle Pitts, dude. Oh. Now, uh, don't get me wrong. Don't take this. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I uh, heard this morning, and I was gonna wait. I was waiting for the podcast. I was gonna put it on Twitter, but I'm not even gonna put it. But Chris, I, this is like a, you know, you realize what a Christmas present this is, like. 
You waited all day to tell me this. Yeah. yeah on the yeah. friggin' podcast. Yeah, I waited for the podcast. Um, oh, God. Now, I'm not saying they're going to take him. All I could say is that somebody whispered in my ear about, you know, well, it wasn't this morning. It was about, it was about what time is it? It was like one o'clock. Okay. So it's afternoon mm. that, hey, just to let you know, the Giants really like Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh oh I mean, God. really like him. You know? Oh God. Um, now we'll see what happens, Jerry. Yeah, he might be gone. The Giants might go another. <laughs> through, they might go in another direction. Now everybody likes Kyle Pitts. You know what I mean, Jerry? Well, everybody has him going to Philly at six, and I right. feel like I feel like that's one of those like monkey see, monkey do. Like one guy put it on an, on their mock. Now everyone's doing it. I still right. say they're going quarterback, Philly. Right. But whatever. Uh, maybe I don't know. But I feel like what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kyle Pitts really is he going to solve Philly's problems? They have way bigger problems than tight end. Yeah, they love those Sorry. tight ends, though, dude. Yeah, I know. I and just Ertz I want gonna, Pitts. Ertz is going to be gone, you know? Yeah, I just want Pitts. Uh, now, all I'm saying is that, if, look, look, mostly every team likes Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah. But when I say something like what the impression I got, and I got to get back to this person, we, you know, we'll talk a little bit more down the road. Mm-hmm. But the impression I got, Jerry, it wasn't just like, hey, the Giants like Pitts. You know, I mean, everybody likes Pitts. You know what I mean? That's like saying they think uh, Trevor Lawrence is a good prospect. Right, right, right. Right, the, right. The, right Jerry. <laughs> the impression I got was like the Giants really like Kyle Pitts. No, no, no. no. The Giants <laughs> got to have Kyle Pitts. <laughs> well, I don't know about got to have, but it's just like... If well, he, that's that's what I heard, Chris. <laughs> if, he's, if he's there, don't be surprised if they do go with a guy like, like him, you know? Good so, Lord. So I'm just saying, you know, things, look, Jerry, things change between now and April 29th. You know? Oh my god! Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, I think receiver is going to be out. Wait, now. You're, you're you're spoiling me now because you you've been right on so many. Oh, oh no 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 no! no not, don't misinterpret, Foley. No, I know, I know, I know. But now I'm I'm taking it to, to the next level, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's <laughs> as good as done. So, you know, I, look, I'm not even going to put it. You know, I talk about a podcast. Not even going to go to the draft yet until we get a little deeper. You know, until we start getting to April more. Yeah, but um, you know we'll see what happens. But I'm not saying the Giants are taking Kyle Pitts if he's there. All I'm saying is that they really like him. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I mean, every team really likes him, but it depends on what they want at that spot, you know, and all that. Uh, but the Giants look the focus now for Dave Gettleman. I think we all know, right? Yeah. Offensive line. Yep. Yeah, you know, offensive line. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see, you know, what they do. The other kid. And, and I would say in particular guard, right? I mean, yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, if, if the Penny Sewell kid, he won't be there. But if for some reason he was there, they'll go with him. Yeah. Uh, the Slater kid, I don't know if they have him rated 11. Uh, now he's, he's getting higher and higher now. Right. Um, you know, they're talking about him going to the Bengals even if they trade down. Uh, yeah, and look, Jerry, you know, one good thing today that happened was that Mac Jones had a really good pro day. Yes, you, Giant fans, you got to root for these quarterback prospects, right. guys. So, I mean, his stock is rising. So, there, there could be another quarterback gone. Said that when the season ended. I, I will take credit for that. I said, watch Mac Jones. He's going to rise up, too. Yeah. They all do, dude. They all do. I remember when 2018, Chris, was the last year that you were going to have that many quarterbacks available in the top 10 that were just going to be franchise changers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And here we are three years later. Yeah. yeah. Five of them they're talking about. Uh, you know, um, you know, you go see you know, a guy like Mac Jones. Who knows what happens? Trades in front of the Giants, right, Jerry? Right. To try to get him. You sure. Know? So it's going to be fascinating, you know. Um, well, we all know. Get him, like you said, Jerry, get him. We can move down a few. 
like say for instance, Jerry, you know, Mac Jones is still there. The Giants are up next at 11. Hey, some team might jump in, you know what I mean, before Belichick might have a shot at him or something like that mm. and say, boom, you know, hey, and move up with the Giants. You know, this is the year to do it, Jerry. Yeah. This is the year to do it, you know? Yeah, you have to be, you know, have to leave your phone uh, on. Uh, don't leave it off the hook because somebody's going to be calling you guys, especially if you're at 11 and, th- and, four, and three quarterbacks have gone and maybe a fourth one for whatever reason hasn't. Maybe a Trey Lance hasn't, and Mac Jones the fifth hasn't. Um, pay attention, because hey, uh, hey, hey, it would make hey, sense Jerry, to back. Yes. Look, brother. You know the Giants come up at eleven, and I guess say, you know, it could be the 49ers. Oh sure. Uh, you know, I mean, who knows? Because well, the 49ers think the Giants are trading with somebody else for Mac, and the Niners look, they're not sold on Garoppolo this year. We all know. No, that. not at all. Okay. No. So the 49ers might say, well, well, the Giants are talking to uh, New England, so we got to jump in a lot. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yep. Sure. That's the way it works, man. Yeah. You know? So, you know, the Chicago Bears have had 20. If they, if one of their guys, right? If one of these guys, they, they might talk to the Giants. You know what I mean? I don't know if you want to drop down to 20, but I'm just saying, you know, there's going to be teams looking for that spot, man. Would, would the Vikings have the stones to do it? I know they, what, Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard anyone in Minnesota looking for a quarterback. I haven't heard yet. Well, I, I, they should. You know? <laughs> Sorry. But They should, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just look down, you know. Yeah. You, you look back and you see behind the Giants, you know, the 49ers, the, the Patriots, you know? Yeah. Um, You know. Who knows what the Miami Dolphins are going to do? I mean, right now, they're supposed to, you know, we're going to go with Tua, but is that, do you feel that confident they're going to go with Tua? <laughs> no. So, it's going to be fascinating, dude. It really is. I can't wait. Before we get to questions, uh, which was record setting today with 125, uh, thank God Giant Football's back because everybody's engaged. Um, I thought people didn't want to play for uh, Dave Gutterman, Chris. There was a lot of talking heads that, you know, they no. hired the wrong guy and that, uh, sorry for your 2-14 and 14 team. Sorry, but I'm doing a little gloating right now. Uh, you know, Emmanuel Achos of the world and a lot of talking heads. Forget about, forget about Gettleman. Uh, there were so many people saying nobody wanted to play for Judge. There you go. Right? Yep. Uh, because, you know, he's making guys run laps and he's yelling at guys and he's throwing F-bombs around. And Steve he's... Smith recently said what? The, the Carolina Steve Smith, that the Giants would never sign Galladay because he's an alpha. He's an alpha. There you go. Well, Steve Smith just made a blowhole out of himself. You know? <laughs> there it is. I mean, nice obviously, he's the, obviously, he's the buffoon of the week, you know? So, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it's just another example of guys, you know, saying things they really don't know much about, you know? I, I think that I think the, the thing that's annoying is it's people outside the organization who just, for whatever reason, has a, have a bias towards the Giants, towards Gettleman, towards Mara, whatever it is. And... It's not people within. Like, that's why I never, I don't get mad at what, Tiki Barber has every right to have an opinion on the Giants. I don't care. And other people, I guess, have a right for their opinion. But Tiki Barber's at least comes from a place of, well, I played for them. I'm the all-time leading rusher. Um, I, you know what? I don't agree with everything Tiki says. He gets on my nerves sometimes. But I don't really get mad at what Tiki Barber says. I think he made a fool of himself, what, in 07? When he went on that oh <laughs> six that that goodbye tour the victory tour, but hey, it is what it is. He can say what he wants. So when he says something about the organization, it's all right. Well, whatever, Tiki. Thanks for your thanks for all the the production you put up. When Steve Smith says it, it's like okay, yeah, because you, you know, you know, Steve. Great. Okay. Yeah, and we all know that. You know, we all know Steve Smith uh, hates Gettleman too. So right. you know, you got right. He's not objective at all. You know, so right. you take whatever he says with a grain of salt. You know, right. 
All right, dude. By the way, um, old school giants, you, you can't ask like nine questions, dude. Um, it's pretty funny. I got to start off with a question that I promised someone uh, a few weeks ago. He's really riding me. Um, he messaged us, Tim Houston. So sorry, buddy. Hadn't gotten to you. I think Micah Parsons would be a nice addition to any team. It seems many fans want him and none of the offensive playmakers are going to be around at 11, which I don't think is true now, uh, Tim. Have people forgotten about Tay Crowder? How many, you know, blah, 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 blah. He goes on, he asks a lot of questions. I guess the question is that I'm going to ask you, Chris. Would Tay Crowder and Reggie Ragland, would that stop the Giants from taking Parsons? Absolutely not. Okay. Would it, I mean, they would have to have, have their head examined if they, were, if they, if they really like Parsons, but said, ah, oh, we got Crowder and Ragland, you know? Right. No. Right. I mean, uh, you know, that would, no way. Yeah. And he, he went on to ask about a, a second cornerback as well. But I, I, the more, I know that we said that you wouldn't be surprised if, if one, if Sertain fell, especially with his, with his numbers, that they would take him. But I, I, the more I think about it, I just don't see that. I, I can't see with Bradbury, uh, Jackson, and Love, and Holmes, that they would draft a corner in the first round. Do you think they still would or? Uh, no. No, I do not now. Yeah. No. No, I think we're good there. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking leaning towards offensive line, Jerry. Now, yeah, Slater. Uh, if they have I'm one of those edge guys you. rated that high, maybe one of those. You know, yeah. And and I'm with you on Slater. I, I, something tells me it's still going to be Quiddy Pay, like in the back of my mind. Yeah. But but Slater just makes so much sense for them. A yeah. Tackle they, look, who can it depends if they have Jerry. It depends if they have them rated that high. You know. Right. 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 Uh, which we'll find out. You know, we'll start finding out a little bit as the draft, you know, gets closer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But. You know, if they have him rated 11th round type talent, uh, excuse me, Jerry, 11th, round, 11th pick type talent, then you go with the kid because you got to build that line now. That's the last puzzle, right, Jerry? Yes. If you absolutely. think about it, Jerry, if yeah. you think about it, the secondary set, the linebacker is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could get better, but pretty good. It's not like it's a disaster, right? Right. Could we get an edge guy? Obviously, yeah. But could they get another 40 sacks for a team next year? Yeah. Yes. You know? So you look at it and go, oh, well, what do we have to do here, guys? What are we doing? Okay, well, what we're doing is that we got to build this offensive line. The young kid's got to step it up, and maybe, and now you got to plug in a draft pick, maybe like a Slater, you know? Yeah, because if you look at the edge, it's Lorenzo Carter, Zimenez, Odenabu. You, you just added Anderson. You still have Carter Coughlin, who flashed last year. Yeah. And Cam Brown. It's like, yeah. I, I, I'm counting six right there. Like, that's a lot of guys. You, you figure you can get something out of that. Yeah. You know, Jerry, it's it's like, you know, will they add a big, uh, an, an edge guy if they have one of them? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not like they can't use an edge guy. I'm not saying that. Right. But offensive line right now is the priority. Yes. It's the priority. And you, if that we've, offensive... we've answered, by the way, you've answered about 13 questions in your last 10 sentences. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. okay. I didn't, even know, I, didn't even know, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that, but I'm glad I did it. What's the biggest need? Where do you think they go? What about edge? Oh, it's yeah, like, okay, okay, bang, look, bang, 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 bang. Look, everybody. The offensive line has to be settled down now. These guys got they got they got to you know they have to play well because there was enough weapons to do serious damage here. Yeah. And Jones will have no excuse, brother. Yeah, I don't want to hear any excuses, Jerry. None, zero. If this kid doesn't play well next year and the offensive line plays pretty decent and he's missing guy and they're not putting the ball in the end zone, and he's throwing thirteen. T- that's it. Right. You know. You're right. You're right. So, yes, we can't have you know, 1979 numbers from Jones again, guys. You know, come up to the uh, 21st century here. 
the signing of Galladay is all great and all that. Saquon coming back, that's all fantastic. And everybody's looking forward to this offense. But, you know, if they're not putting the ball in the end zone and Jones is playing mediocre, Jerry, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's no excuses, dude. He's not. After next year, if this is the scenario, like what I just said, it's going to be like, we need a quarterback. Unbelievable. Imagine that. Imagine if they build a juggernaut around them. And, <laughs> and a lot like, of people ah, like, shit, we need a quarterback. Look, Jerry, you know yeah. a lot of people feel that they need a quarterback right now. I yes. don't. Right, me neither. I don't, Jerry. No, you feel good But now. you know there's a faction of the fan base that do feel. And there's a faction of haters, too, outside of the giant organization who want Jones to fail. Yes. yes. So a lot of pressure is going to be on Daniel this year, brother. You yep. know? Um, great, great first question, Richard Mullen. Not a fan of winning the offseason, but like the direction we're going. Uh, how do you think the higher expectations will affect Judge as a younger head coach? Keep it up, guys. Hashtag buffoon crew. Do you think the expectations will affect him at all? No. Nope. No. I don't know what he mean. I don't know exactly what he mean. Like more pressure on himself? Yeah, more pressure because no. they're adding they're no. adding talent now. No, you he's, think, you think he's not, just like, thank God they are. Judge is not like that, brother. No, yeah. I don't get that impression from his personality at all. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Kyle, you're giving me a slam dunk here. Kyle at Kyle O'Keefe Six. If you were the Giants, would you cut Yadam, restructure Badberry, and sign Clowney to approve a deal? Yes. Yes, I would. Uh, but I don't want to piss off Bradbury though, so I gotta see what that would take. Uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, pissing off James Bradbury. No, you, well, restructuring, you're not going to piss anybody off, Jerry. That's just kicking it down the road a little bit. Yeah, just make sure he gets guaranteed money st- out of it. They still get paid, brother. Okay. That restructure stuff is for the cap, though. They still got to get their money. Because sometimes, to get, don't they get mad when they get restructured sometimes? Or no, no, no okay. pay cuts, they get mad, Jerry. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> when they come in and say, okay, you got to play for $7 million now and you're going to lose this, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the deal. Good stuff. All right. Um... Here we go. Kerry Feliciano. Does the heavy investment in the secondary give you the feeling Peppers won't be back after this year? I know everyone is saying the cap's going to go up, uh, it, but it didn't stop teams like the Rams or Seahawks from falling off from overspending. I don't put them together. I think, if anything, they're going to give him another contract. You? They want, they want him to be long-term future for the Giants. They love him. Yeah. They love him. All right. Michelle Collins. Hey, guys, love your podcast. After some great moves in free agency, do you think the draft will be focused on the O-line in the first two rounds or best available? It's exciting to think that we could still get four more really talented players with our first four picks. Watch out for the G-Man. Nice. I think one of those picks, Michelle, I think the second round, there's a guard I'm looking at uh, that I'm sure the Giants are that they should grab in the second round that I think will be there. So that's if they don't do slate, if they don't get Slater in the first, they have an option, a couple options in the second round for a guard. There you go. Is, uh, yeah. Go Jerry, ahead. I have no idea in this answer. You know, maybe it sounds like you do more than me. Is God pretty deep for this college class coming out? It's, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sybertson, Dave Sybertson of our right. lads. Um, he did the whole, um, the, dra- the draft part of this issue, which is, is ridiculous. And what I liked was it was deep at guard. Oh. And Slater was at the top of that list. And then there oh, were a couple. Good. He so, had a couple in the second and third round. Right. Uh, and I trust him. Like, he's, he's the, the maven with that stuff. So, Jerry, so in the second round, you could look at it like a Chris Snee type guy. You, they're still going to yes. be out there. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Yep. Didn't know that. Yeah, but if they get Slater, then it's moot point. And then it's okay. No. Best available second round, best available third round, and that's it. 
Um, hey, Jerry. Yes. Slade is a, a tackle, right? Yeah, but he uh, but Syretson has him as the highest rated guard, so oh. I guess he translates to guard. I was because all I was thinking was like, well, like say you do get a Slater, and, and then you got one of those top notch guards in the second round, you could have the right side of the line right there. Right, right. Now Slater, Syretson has him as the highest rated guard, and a lot of guys as well because they they believe that's how he translates in the pros. I mean, a team might draft him and play him at tackle, but he can play guard. From what I understand, he's extremely versatile; can, can even play center. Wow. So, okay. but yeah. Well, you know um, what? We'll have Rick Cetarello on soon from the Bible and see what his opinion on that is. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting, these different guys, you know, these guys' different opinions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they've all done tons of work, not just the last two weeks, but the last, you know, yeah. they've probably been scouting these guys for years since high school. Oh, yeah. I mean, way more <laughs> than are, me, brother. So these I'm guys are gonna, maniacs. I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about there. So <laughs> These guys are maniacs. <laughs> Tommy at Tommy underscore football 11. With the signing of Odenabo, do you see a shift for Dexter Lawrence into more of a nose tackle role with Austin Johnson and, and McIntosh in rotation? Or do you think the future nose tackle is not on the team yet? No, it's going to be the same thing. He's going to play, you know, play that zero technique, one, three, move around. It'll be the same thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I was going to ask you, that's the one thing. Do you feel safe? I, I, I look at the defense, like you said. You look at the linebackers and you're happy with it. Do you feel okay with the rotation of B.J. Hill and Austin Johnson? Yeah. Do you feel okay with that? And Dexter and Lennon. Don't forget yeah. how many times they just go two down linemen. And, you know, um, but Graham likes to do those two down linemen and all that. Yeah. I, look, obviously we're going to miss Dalvin, you know, in a lot of ways. But, yeah, I, I'm not looking at it like, oh, man, we, we, you know, we're in trouble up there now. No, I'm not. Yeah, okay. I like Austin Johnson, Jerry. Yeah, me too. I thought they should resign him. Yeah, I like Austin Johnson. Yep. You know, I think they'll have. I think they'll be right, all right up front, and it'll probably be somebody else coming in, brother. Yeah. Is that uh? Is that John Mara? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Just Gill. Hey guys, thanks for the early podcast. This is an exciting off season to be a Giants fan. In your opinion, with all the new additions, do we have too many mouths to feed on offense, so to speak? Uh, I hope so, because that's a hell of a problem to have, Gil. I can care less if we have too many mouths to feed on offense. That's the that's the least of our problems, bud. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I hope that's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. I never thought I'd hear that question. Awesome question, but, yeah, uh, I don't care. Here's a great question from Average Beast at Mr. Chris 172 With most of the holes already filled one week into free agency, which players at 11 in the NFL draft do you see as gold jacket material? Hashtag buffoon crew. So forget about need, Chris. At 11, when the Giants are picking, who's the gold jacket guy? Oh, gold jacket guy? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Parsons. I don't think they'll take him, but I think that's the gold jacket guy. Uh, wow, really? Well, which makes me go back to like, Oh, man, I said the same thing about Quentin Nelson in 18. Maybe we should have took him. Well, he is going to be a gold jacket guy right there. <laughs> no, but I said it, it, it. That was the one guy in 2018. Yeah. You're like, man, if there's one guy that I am positive on, it's Quentin Nelson being a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And for me, uh, yeah, look, I know he didn't play this year, but what he showed last year, he's it, a, right. a complete beast. There you go. That's for me. So. Yeah, we'll stick with that. Tony Thomas with a, a lob ball for you, Chris. What do these acquisitions say about players around the league's view of the Giants' coaching staff, management, and the future? Well, I think we answered that already, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes. 
Here we go. Sal, New York, do you think how, after how Philly ended our season somewhat caused this push in free agency? I've never been so excited to get back into the stadium again. Hopefully we can meet up this season. Hashtag the phone group. Absolutely, Sal. I, no, I, I just think, I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think, um, yeah, that's just a nice story for the fans, especially Peterson gone. But uh, Sal, I will add to that. I, I think it's funny. My, uh, my daughter's going to school in, in North Jersey in the fall and she's taking my Giants tickets and I said to her man what a year you're going to your first friggin Giants season it's gonna be awesome up there so yeah going to these games are gonna be fun man we all I uh, yeah I know it better be we said didn't we always say that Chris man imagine if they were good this would be so much more fun right (laughs) like the last three years especially especially under Shermer covering the team oh my god uh let's see I mean guys yes so many Thank you so much for all these questions. Um, JP, Johnny Paraselli, morning, fellas. As always, I pray you're safe and well. Another O-line question. Do you feel that the coach's confidence in the line and its growth is realistic? Or is there a major gap in what they see and what is reality? A lot hinges on Jones taking the next step, but I worry the line is a big question mark. So do you think that the coaches have confidence? Do you think Judge looks at that line and has confidence in it? Um, yeah, he he actually he does, Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He thinks he thinks these young kids are going to really develop. You know, he does. Yeah. I don't know if he's right, but <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> he That's does. Why I'm pausing when I, I'm taking deep breaths. <laughs> Big Blue VCR. By the way, Big Blue VCR. Happy birthday, buddy! Saw that on Twitter today. Everybody wish oh, Big Blue VCR happy, happy birthday, birthday, brother. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on signing Danny Shelton to a one-year deal as a space eater at nose tackle to help him yeah. run defense? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that, Big Blue VCR, because when the um, when the Lions cut him, um, he popped in my head saying, "Oh, there's a nice guy to fill. He'll fill up. He'll take on two blockers. He can fill Dalvin's role well." So nobody signed Danny Shelton, huh? No. All right. Well, I tell you what. At a local, you know, obviously it has to be the right number now because the Giants, you know, cap wise, and you can't go spending wild now. But yeah, I would, I would love for Danny Shelton to come in here. Would love it. Joey Z asks if Chris could bring in any Golden Domer in Notre Dame history and put him on the current Giants roster. Who would it be? Oscar Nieves replies back with a picture of Rudy. Um, any Golden Domer in in history, Chris? Who would you put on this uh, team? It would have to be Joe Montana. Yeah. Yes. Hunt for five at G-Men Pride 4. JF is the buffoon crew officially back. It certainly feels like it. Hashtag sign clowny next. Yeah, guys, if you put a hashtag sign clowny, you're going to get your question read. Yes, it does. It feels like um, like the, the, the fan base feels like, you know what, and we, we're, we're going to be good again. We, this is fun. We're going to get there. And, uh, and you kind of feel back after all this. And haven't played a game yet, but going into the draft, we're in a, we're in a, hell, we're in a hell of a spot. Uh, Agent X with an interesting question. In your experience, Chris, which New York Giant had the biggest discrepancy between their public persona and how they actually acted in real life away from the media? What was that question, Jerry? Said it in again? Your, in your experience, which New York Giant had the biggest, I guess, difference, discrepancy between their public persona and how they actually acted in real life away from the media? Oh, I don't know. No. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, it's an interesting question because um, I, I didn't know if, you know, I, I, Bavaro was way more talkative than he, like now, I, I guess based on the interview, I was shocked at how 
long Bavaro went on on the interview. I, I thought maybe we'll get 20 minutes out of him, and it was over an hour. So yeah. I guess that's my answer. I was just surprised by that. So. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't see an hour. We were like <laughs> texting each other. Oh, my God, this is still going. This is great. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess Bavaro, he, he was different than I thought. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But Bavaro, yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, he he seemed to really take to us, and he liked he enjoyed talking to us. But I've heard stories about other people. He's just like, yeah, no, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So. it's interesting. Uh, that's it. David Freed asked, "Is Sam Beal a real person?" <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is a real person. But no, he won't be a giant. <laughs> that's unreal, right? Uh, we'll go with a couple more. Um, that's a good question. It's kind of related to what you said before. Odd ran. What does Daniel Jones need to do now in order to keep his job? Is it the playoffs, 20-plus touchdowns? Uh, he's just got to play really well, man. Yeah, so you got, you know, he's got to get in the 20s you know, touchdown-wise. Playoffs, you know, you don't know what could happen, you know. So I'm going to say he's going to have to play. Let's put it this way. If they don't make the playoffs, it, right, it better yes. not be because of Jones. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's why I'm going to leave it with Daniel. Good one. Um. We answered this already, but uh, Chow Cesar Mendez is the guy's name at All for Sports Center. I just want to read it because it's cool. Hey, guys, first of all, congrats for the great work you do with the podcast. Greetings from a big-time fan in Brazil. I, I still get a kick out of that, man. Guys internationally listen to us. It's awesome. That's great. And uh, he asked about, um, is this a make-or-break year with Daniel Jones? And he, obviously we do. But uh, Cesar Mendez, that's your real name. Don't know. That could be just your uh, Twitter handle. Thanks for listening, man. And that is, uh, that is great stuff. All right, we'll go. Maybe two more. Um, I'm trying to find ones. We got a ton of them, but a lot of them were, were answered. Um, let's see. Yeah, a lot about num pick number 11. Uh, while I'm looking, Chris, is there anything else you wanted to bring up um, regarding this awesome week that we've had other than the Kyle Rudolph snafu? Uh, no, no. I think that's it. You know, the Rudolph kind of put a damper into it. We'll see what happens with him. You know? oh, here we go. Mickey, Mickey Buterita. Who do you guys have winning March Madness, or is Chris not watching this year without the Irish playing? Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag Big Blues playoff bound. Playoff bound. Uh, I'm not really even following too much this year. Same, man. I'm the same way. I'm all New York Rangers right now. <laughs> uh, Chris, that, this other dude, Chris, who follows us, tweeted the other night, we signed Jackson and Kako scored. I was like, oh, my God, it's a miracle. Um, all right, that's good. Uh, oh, you know what? One more. Matt Felder. Do you see Gates as the future at center, or would you rather upgrade and keep him as the sixth man that can plug in in any position? And I'm asking this one because someone else mentioned, could you see them drafting a center and moving Gates to guard? Uh, no, I don't. I think that they, I should say, think they really like Nick Gates at center, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't expect that. Okay. Not ruling it out, but I don't expect that. All right, buddy. Good stuff. Um, I'm getting texts like crazy about Kyle Rudolph right now. What's Chris know? Uh, well, listen to the podcast, guys. There you go. Um, all right, buddy. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Uh, so, except for that Rudolph yeah. wrench. He just threw yeah. it out. Play, but, um, yeah, very good week for the Giants. So we'll can see. we agree now that if Clowney signed this week, we can do an emergency podcast, but otherwise we'll do none? We'll, we'll do it next week. Emergency podcast with Clowney? If Clowney signs. You might have to do that one by yourself. <laughs> we, can we have like a five-minute conversation that we record that I just, I just send out to the world? <laughs> All right. 
Um, otherwise, uh, next week, guys, and we print Sunday night. So for those who subscribe, uh, be on the lookout for that next week. And for those who don't subscribe, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right, guys. Great week. Hopefully it works out with Rudolph. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.